Yo, yo, this is Treasy. And I'm Young Leezy. And we are the On Ear Network. We know you've heard our tag at the end of this show, but it dawned on us that we've never really introduced ourselves. So we wanted to invite you to listen to all of our podcasts. Right now, our roster consists of And Then We Had Sex, a comedy couple that talks about their sex life with an occasional celebrity. The Locker Room, where men take off their filters and say how they really feel. And Grams of Snow, for your underworld and organized crime stories. And of course, Kind of Movie Critics which is our show, where we deep dive into movies and TV. So if you enjoy this show, check out some of One Ear's other podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now let's start the show. Just Jordan on Kendall's phone. Kendall, uh, just attending to some other matters, but I can pass on your thoughts. Tell him legally it's not wise for me to talk to him, but that I'm going to be in contact with the government and that this would be a good moment for him to step down. Uh, he says in that case, he's going to grind up your bones to make his bread. Okay, well, tell him that I'm gonna run up off the fucking beanstalk. Okay, Logan? He's kind of laughing, but not like nice laughing. Just tell him he should step back and cooperate. I don't want to see him behind bars. If you love me, please don't judge me. Got my hands tied. The Hours above me, don't shoot the messenger. I'm just a puppet here. If you want to place blame, then look to the puppeteer. Family, fortune, envy, jealousy, privilege. Um, Grams of Snow. Hi, friends. Yeah, man. Your favorite drug dealer, gangster, mafia, Rico related, slash updated. White, white collar, collar crime. crime having podcast baby white collar crime is fun crime for being honest yo low-key <laughs> if i could get away with it i'm like oh that's what this show that's what i love about this show is like even though you know the drug stuff is fun to talk about it's very compelling crazy. this is even because there's so many layers to this and crazy white people are always fun to discuss oh my I I just, especially with what's happening right now, right. I know there's a new game of ball on the floor coming, and I, my, I need it. I need I get, the new game of ball. On the I floor. don't get ball on the floor vibes from from what's happening with Succession here. No, Logan's gonna lose his shit. Yeah. It's gonna be time to weed even more people out. Ball on the floor is coming. Interesting. Okay. Ball on the floor is coming. That is my prediction for the season. Got it. Okay, we'll live with that, man. Well, yeah. um, if if y'all haven't caught on already, this is uh, this is we are going to be officially recapping or talking about. Let me not say recapping. Yeah. Talking about Succession season, Trace. And I, how do you, you say how do you say three in French? Toi. Toi. Season toi. Season toi. Oh, that's where menage et toi comes from. Ouais. She. Menage means to bed. Uh, to bed three. Yeah. I like it. Um, and if you want to hear our recap of the first two seasons, mm-hmm. go head over to Kind of Movie Critics. We did yes. do a whole recap of the first two seasons pretty thorough, I think. We did. We did. Actually, I will make sure that there's the link to that. Thank you for that, Six. Yeah. I'll make sure the link for that is in this podcast episode if you want to hear. Yes, Kind of Movie Critics, the other podcast that I, the guy, Treasy, myself. The A Mike. The A Mike. You're, I love it. I love it when you just start to embrace the I hierarchy never... here. <laughs> I can't wait till you start recording. People can actually see. Huh? See your uh, faces? Because part of. You're going to have to brush your hair if we start doing that. Damn it. <laughs> uh, that's ghetto. 
I have a lot of hats. Yeah, a lot of me too. And it's cold outside now. Me Babies. too. Six, have you ever seen me without a hat? No. That's At, crazy, that right? I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, with it. No, I have not actually. I know that you're bald only because of the space in your hat. Right. The space. But yeah. if those didn't exist, like if you yeah. wore fitted, I would know. have no idea. Yeah, the kid is bald, bald though. Like I'm like Take offensively bald. No, not now. <laughs> Especially not now, because I definitely haven't like shaved a head. <laughs> this junk is offensively bald, though. I look like a you know them lawns that be like having like brown patches in the junk. Oh God. <laughs> but you, like you cut them low. Oh, you keep that on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm the half fish king. Keep that on. Half fish king, cuz. But anyway, man, let me introduce us for anybody who uh hasn't been following us up to this point. Um, I'm Treasy, right? She's I six. See. I am. Yeah. Um, but what we like to do is we like to make like nice little fun names, you know. Oh, God. Nice little fun names. He's that are, we. It's, it's, I, have, I have never participated <laughs> in this. This is, his, this is his jam. So I don't know what he's about to say. Uh, you know, I'm Treasy. She's six. But I like we like to give you nice little fun names to grab onto for every episode that are just very much in conjunction with the subject matter that we're talking about. So okay. when we're doing drug dealer content like Snowfall and BMF and Cocaine Cowboys, we do aliases that are drug dealer names. Mm-hmm. But now we are into white crime politic billionaire status. He's going to call me somebody from Fox News and I'm going to puke. Not quite. Not this week. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Uh, but the voice you hear now is your man Treasy, a.k.a. Trill O'Reilly. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was a good one. Trill O'Reilly. That was a good one. Yeah. Uh, you know, so you know what the vibes are, man. And uh, opposite me oh God. is my co-host Six. Dear God. A.k.a. Elizabeth Holmes. You f- are you familiar with Elizabeth Holmes? I know everybody hates her. I don't know. I'm going to be honest. And maybe there's a part of the story that I'm not understanding. So, okay. What did she do? She she was like the first woman tech billionaire. And she did here? it hella young, right? She was born in 84. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. She, she started a company called Theranos. Okay. And basically what it did, it what it claimed to be able to do is that it claimed that it could pretty much like trace like your I think your genealogy and like your it, it was able to trace like a lot of stuff from like a little small droplet of blood right oh this is the bitch who lied about all that stuff and was saying all this is true just a whole bunch of nothing I, that was very vague six there's a lot of like women that just lie about a lot of stuff no but like there <laughs> didn't work you know, yeah absolutely did not work yeah yeah absolutely did not work but you know I think it was deeper than that because she's Wasn't sort she of like selling information and shit. Like, I don't, I don't see, I don't know the schematics. I, I mean, I assume everybody in tech is selling information, but you know, I'm gonna be honest, man. I, I, <laughs> I'm a fan of people getting over on the system. You know what I mean? Because I, I think, um, I think there's a lot of like, I think that's what white men have been doing since the beginning of time is getting over the system. So, you know, a white woman comes along, gets over on the system. And then of course the system fights back. Um, I, you know, I didn't see what she did as too much of a big deal, but I'm also not part of the SEC and all this other stuff. But anyway, yeah, she got a federal grand jury in 2018 indicted Holmes and former Theranos COO Ramesh Balwani on nine counts of wire fraud and two counts of conspiracy to commit wire fraud for distributing blood tests with falsified results to customers. Amen. So you were sending Shorty blood and she was like, you know what? We'll call you 
I don't know. You're from Scandinavia, a black person. Like she was just yeah. deciding. Yeah. So I mean, if you sent her blood, that's kind of on you. First of all. So, but <laughs> I will say then that every, all the white people who have done this thing where they like do their little genealogy tests and mm-hmm. want to tell me that they're 2% black. Mm-hmm. Now I just have even more reason not to believe you because all that shit's bullshit. Yeah. Well, I, well, so, and we, we are kind of getting off subject. Yeah, we're back. We're, sorry, we're, we're, sorry, sorry, sorry. But no, I, I just want to say something about that. The blood test and genealogy stuff. Um, just be aware, they use that stuff in national databases for criminals. Yep. So, you know, you know. If your second cousin on your grandma's side decides to rape somebody, they're going to come find you if it hits. Okay. So, you know, listen, just understand you giving your blood to someone. That is the ultimate sacred yeah. identification tool so so if you giving that up to find out something as opposed to just asking the family that's living that's on you yeah so anyway uh but no shade and no no judgment no because i'm not we're not here to divide anybody we are here to talk about succession four on the floor were you stressed out from this episode this was this episode was the longest season I've ever seen. <laughs> this episode was one hell of a season. Do you understand me? Because yeah. honestly, if they wanted to, yeah. this episode could have been dragged out into a season. Yeah. Especially the way that it ended. I, I can see that. I can see. Well, it makes me excited for where the season is going. Because right. If I, this is episode one. Yeah. That. Why doesn't HBO bless us? Like, I guess they don't have to do it with shows like Succession, where like other other stations or excuse me, other streaming services, they'll drop like multiple episodes mm-hmm. on their release. I guess Succession. It's good dope, right? It sells itself. Right. I think that that's. I appreciate that HBO doesn't do that. Yeah, I, still, I, I like they still do appointment TV. Yeah, like stars yeah. like that. Like, don't get me wrong. We love our Netflix binges. Yeah. But I thoroughly enjoy the anticipation. I do, too. I do, too. And and, and it helps us with the podcast, too, right? Like, yeah, because of course. We, you know, we don't have to, like, double up to do, do two podcasts in one day. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. But um, it's just, I like, especially with a show like this, because this is something that needs podcasts. I, I don't know if any show needs podcasts, but. Right. A show like this benefits from it because it's not you have to conspiracy think tank the whole thing to get through it. Absolutely. And it gives you time to do it. Yeah, absolutely it does. Yeah, appointment I TV. I have a cold, guys. Sorry. Is it's that what's not going the on? Rona. It's yeah. not the Okay, well, thanks. I yeah, wish you would have gave the, me that disclaimer. It's not the Rona. <laughs> earlier before yeah. we got in the room. Um. Oh, my God. There's so many things that like, there's so many things that I want to talk about. I oh. want to start at the end and then go backwards. Okay. Fucking Jerry's the CEO. Yes, but that makes the most sense. It does, uh-huh. but in a, for me, in a very problematic way. Okay, talk to me. Jerry is not an idiot, and Jerry is not going to be easily led. Problematic for Logan, right? Like, Jerry loves this company. Mm-hmm. She's not gonna. She's not gonna go to the extremes. Kendall went to, mm. but she's also not gonna let it go to the ground. So from that call that she had with the president's, um, what was the young lady's name? Melody, something like that, Melanie. Yeah, the PR lady. Yeah. It didn't sound good. And if she has to keep Logan off of it to mm-hmm. keep this company afloat, mm-hmm. she will. What do you mean it didn't sound good? That that call didn't sound good? He does not have the president's backing, I don't think. Oh, yeah, that was clear. Right, but that also means he's going to have no pull with the DOJ. Uh, and yeah. like, 
And like fucking Roman said, after his dad told him to suck his dick, he was like, he said to his son during sexual assault allegations, like yeah. Roman, like Logan did this shit. Logan's an idiot. And then, and then remember when he, when they were talking about, um, the, uh, the lawyer that everybody wanted, what was her name? Um, Lisa Arthur. Yeah. Lisa, My bitch uh, Sanaa. Sana Latham. Um, uh, which we love Sanaa, by the way. But, uh, but he Sana was, Stan account. he was like, uh. He was like, yeah, she's the one that did something with those hookers. And she was like, uh, Logan. she represented the sex traffickers. That's what Jerry said. Right. Like the women who were sex trafficked? Yeah, yeah, them. Out of everybody who has presented themselves on this show, Jerry is absolutely the best pick for CEO. For the company, absolutely. Yeah. You're basically saying in, in Logan, antithesis to Logan. Logan screwed himself. He should have picked Shiv. He, yeah, Shiv's... Well, Shiv is clearly on a mission to fuck him now. Because... For two, right. So you got what I got from that. Shiv is going to go see Kendall. I don't know if she's going to see. I don't. I don't think she's going to go see Kendall. I think she's. I think. I think she is. Okay, because when she went to go meet with Lisa Arthur, she said that I basically have to have a plan that saves my ass mm-hmm. because I don't want to be between two men. Like basically, she doesn't believe in either side. Like, right. So I don't think she's going to go side with Kendall. I think she's going to go. She's going to go on her own mission to probably try to fuck the both of them. Maybe get back in politics. Yeah. Or something of that nature. She's going to use her. She's going to use whatever she does, you know, her PR skills and all of that. Which is why Logan should have picked Shiv. Shiv is going to, Shiv could have done the job Mm -hmm. well enough to prove to shareholders and the board that Logan needed to come back. Yeah. Because she did it okay. Yeah. But Logan would still be able to tell her what to do. And she would give it back to him. Yes, I agree. Jerry's going to do way too well at this. Yeah. She's going to fix it. Yeah. The, and the shareholders are going to want They're going to want to keep her because she, she makes the most sense. And she's she really does love the company. OK, since we're here, I, can, can, can we I'm, I'm, and I'm glad we started here because I want to I want to bring up a few things that I feel like are sort of corroborate what you're saying. Mm-hmm. One. We know that the intros to every one of these seasons, when you watch what's happening between the children and the in the intro theme, mm-hmm. that tells a story of what happens in the season. Or right, have you picked up on that? I haven't paid attention to it, but I, but it makes sense. Oh yes. Okay. So 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 let me just kind of repeat that cohesively. In the intro, they use a different sort of intro every time for Succession for every season. Mm-hmm. A different intro sequence. And what you have to pay attention to is what's happening with the kids. You know, like they got like these young kids dressed in suits. Then the father, yeah. that's always very ambiguous. What What's happening be- in that situation pretty much shows you, it, it sort of foreshadows what's going to happen in this season. Okay. And what happened at the end of this one was the four kids were together and the father walked away. Let's be clear. I think Logan's going to die this season. Mm. I think Logan's going to, if he's not, if he doesn't die completely, he is complete. He is going to uh, run himself completely powerless. Uh, right. He, I'll, I'll go with that. I think that Logan's going to end up ousted. Yeah. Like I said, Jerry's not going to let this go if it's bad for the company. Right. I agree. Um, that's number one. Number two, I think this is, I, I feel like this entire episode all we saw this entire episode from Logan. Okay, let me put it in, put it in perspective like this. I, to me, when I watched this episode, I broke it down into two columns. Mm-hmm. I looked at it like what it looks like when 
you know, what Kendall looks like at war and what Logan looks like at war. Those are the two mm-hmm. columns that we paid attention to, mm-hmm. right? I think that's what this episode was, its purpose was to highlight. It's to highlight. To create for us the two futures that Roy Star Waco could have. Okay, good. I, okay, so that, I wasn't special for picking that up. Got yeah, yeah. No, okay. that's what I got too. This whole episode, all we saw was power slipping out of Logan's hands. Mm-hmm. That's all we saw, mm-hmm. man. President curved him. <laughs> Not even the president. The president's yeah. the president's babysitter curved him. Keep in mind, the president <laughs> has literally borrowed money from this man. <laughs> That's and now he's not picking up your call. He, he ran off on the plug. Imagine. Oh my God. He lost he lost the idea of getting Lisa author as representation. And it it listen. Not it, only did he lose it, yeah. He lost it to the person he was going up against. Exactly. Everything that Logan did wrong in this, Kendall did absolutely right. Mm-hmm. I'm even looking at the core team that he surrounded himself with in the room he surrounded himself with guys he did not trust in that room right a bunch of white men and what kendall did the first sight can i trust you you don't know get out get out immediately and and listen and not only did he surround himself with people he can trust he has a team that is the majority women and i about it and i feel like that's where this is going to i feel like what's what's going to happen in this season the men are going to step aside and it's going to be the battle of the Queens, man. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it, you know, it, it was not lost on me that like both sides were fighting for this black woman attorney, young black woman attorney, relatively. I wouldn't say young relatively <laughs> yeah. okay. in, in relation to everyone else in the show. Right. Oh, okay. Well, I, All the I guess, other power players. Yeah. Okay. I guess maybe that's what, as far as a ter- when you meet a Rupert Murdoch, do you think his lawyer is any younger than 55? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay, got it, got as it, As far as experience it, and makes talent. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right on the money with that. Um, Yeah, That. so that's the first thing I picked up. I was like, oh, man, Kendall's surrounding himself with people he can trust and, and, and pretty much an all, like a woman-led team. Begging them at that. Begging them. Like, and I, I think I picked up on that, but what I paid attention to a lot was how calm Kendall was. Yeah. He laid in that tub, mm-hmm. scare the shit out of I love Greg so much. I don't know. He's a doofus. And he opened that wine and he shouldn't have. But I love Naomi get her ass beat, by the way. We'll get there. Naomi. Oh, oh girlfriend? yeah. I don't like her at one bit. And she knew what she was doing, a little druggy. Yeah, I don't like um, her one bit. But he's laying in this tub and he censored himself and he came out and was like, all right, we're here. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. He, I, he didn't raise his voice. He didn't lose his cool. He made sure he had options. Mm -hmm. When plan A fell through, he had a plan B ready to go. Mm -hmm. When Greg was doing a half-assed job, he understood this is what I have now. I'm going to work with it now. Mm -hmm. I'm going to trust. That spoke volumes to me. He empowered him. Not even just empowered him, Mm -hmm. but he said he understood it was an interim and that he needed it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he was like, okay, whatever he gives me, I can interpret it as long as he gives it to me. Right. Right. That Logan would have lost his shit about that. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Logan yes. would have lost his shit if he couldn't have some professional kind of intel. Yeah. But Kendall was able to pick the meat from the fat. Right. Right. Um, the thing with Lisa, he was like, I want Lisa, but give me other names. Everyone's saying Lisa, reach out. Mm-hmm. Calling his siblings mm-hmm. was brilliant. Brilliant. To plant those seeds because he knows his father. Yeah. He knows his dad's a piece of shit. Yeah. And that he's going to piss everybody off. Yeah. So he basically basically gave them the come the death roll call. Right. 
You tired of niggas all in your videos? Right. Tired of dad yelling at you and calling you <laughs> piece of shit. That's exactly right. That's literally what he did. <laughs> that is what he did. Knowing called Frank. Knowing <laughs> Frank is a flop. And I don't think that I think he called Frank just to remove whatever help Frank would give Logan. I don't think he would take Frank on either. I think he would. I I, mm-hmm. I think he would. Like, and I'm I'm really trying to recall sort of all of Frank's history, but I think like um I, I okay. This is this is what I feel like about Logan's team. Mm-hmm. Logan's team, for the for the for the most part, they were very lo- loyal to Logan. For the most part, they were afraid of Logan. Well, different. Uh, well, here's what I'm getting at: is that they yearn for leadership. That there are no wingmen. Yeah. on Logan's team. Okay. Okay. So. They they yearned for leadership, and the problem was the problem is is that Logan's brand of leadership is very toxic. Mm-hmm. So to me, like none of these, I think everybody here wants Waystar, Roy. Everybody has put a good portion of their lives and invested a good portion of their lives into this company. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants this company to work. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And 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 it's clear that like. Kendall also wants the company to work. He mm-hmm. just feels like it needs a new culture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like I I think he's playing to what he knows, which is everybody's here to see Royco or Waystar Royco work. And everybody who wants to see it work for this for this new mantra, I want you. Yeah. I want you. Period. There's mm-hmm. no there's you guys are great people. Y'all are great resources. But I understand that, like you said, you guys are afraid of Logan. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and you may not, you know, obviously through the course of what we've seen happen in season one and season two, Kendall doesn't seem like the most trustworthy leader. He's an addict. He is. But, but what I will, I'm, I'm going to tell you like this, I, he's going to win this war. Absolutely. Yeah, he's going to win this war. Absolutely. Um, it, And for no and other. Jerry's going to help him. Jerry. Oh, that's what you're getting at. Oh, I'm not mad at that. So um, I think what the interaction between Kendall and his ex-wife showed me mm-hmm. is that while, yes, Kendall is driven by power. He wants to be the CEO. But for the reasons, like you said, mm-hmm. he wants his company to last. It's his family's legacy. Yes. And he wants to clean it up. But also, if we remember in the last season, Kendall did this because it was the right thing to do. He was like, no, y'all did this. Mm. So we're just going to face it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to go out here and say it since y'all won't. Mm. Jerry understands that too. Right. And like I said, and it may be because she believes in Kendall and the reasoning. Right. Or it may be because Roystar Waco's awake. I don't, but we got Way- Waystar Royco. Waystar Royco. Yeah. There is merch that exists, by the way, and I'm going to find it. <laughs> Seriously. Um, you said there's what? That merch. Is? Merch. Oh, for Waystar? Oh, if you find some, please let me know. Absolutely. I would love. Um, But... Jerry's one of two things. Mm-hmm. It's going to be this, I believe Kendall, I want him to have it. He's the best interest of the company at heart. Mm-hmm. Or they're going to need a road to redemption in the public. Right. And that road to redemption is going to have to include the man who helped save all these women on this cruise ship and helped get their story told. Right. They're going to want Lisa Arthur on their team. Yes. The company is, not yeah. just Kendall. Not the just company Kendall. is right. going to need her on retainer. Right. Shiv was right in trying to get her on retainer. Yeah. I think that Jerry is smart enough to understand all those things. Mm-hmm. I think Jerry is smart enough to understand that the public is going to want to see the person who took responsibility yeah. at the face of this. Yeah. And that's going to screw Logan. Right. It's going to fuck Logan. Yeah, that's going to fuck Logan. And where's Logan's wife? This oh, nigga went to oh, Sarajevo. Yeah. That's, that's true. 
are, are they on timeout? Where's Did something the French happen? lady? I can't remember. Did something happen? I don't believe so. Yeah, I don't believe so either. I believe the French lady, she was, now that, that was loyalty to Logan. Yeah, very much. Very much That to Logan. was. Yeah. She loved that man like she loved breathing. Yeah. She, she knew she, she was really an evil son of a bitch, <laughs> but that was her evil son of a bitch. Yeah, well, I mean, she comes, you know, the thing about these people that come from like, that don't come from America, right? Like um, um, Americans, we don't have, we have only what, about 500 years of history. Yeah. Uh, in terms of being America, mm-hmm. you know, obviously it existed way before clearly yeah. <laughs> right all right but uh in terms of the, the civilization of you know the empirical civilization of america we only have about 500 years of understanding that these people that come from that come from um european countries and all these other countries that have had regimes that have lasted long yeah they know what real power looks like and she saw her right in logan's eyes yeah yeah and and but you know that's just one of those things that like if you don't if you don't really understand history or get outside of america you won't really understand that yeah is that like we're we're such a new country that like we're um, brats yeah we're brats and, and, you know yeah. we don't we don't know how to play the long game because we we haven't lived the long game yet right ain't no long game <laughs> yeah. what you mean long game <laughs> everything is short term that's you know we get mad as... we throw a fit and beg for independence and yeah. individual rights we're not gonna talk about that today it's not that <laughs> right it's not that day. but such is why we're like massively in debt and the debt ceiling and all that because like we don't we don't think about the future at all mm. so self-destructive um which seems to be a theme in this in the Logan family, it's just self-destructive. Um, Shiv just needs to sit down because what's going to happen is she's going to like, see, it's like, that. that's what makes me mad about this is, and, and I guess maybe that's what this season's going to show us is like, you've got all these other brilliant women mm-hmm. that are in play mm-hmm. and then you got Shiv. Shiv is not particularly bright to me. You, you know, she, I think she has a work ethic. I think she has a drive to want to be, but I think she is a fucking brat, you know, and, and, and she's going to do something that's going to completely like implode the company that it's going to put her on the outs of everybody because I think she's moving. She's, she's the only one that's moving in her own self-interest. Every, like, I don't think Logan's moving in his own self-interest. I mean, he is trying to protect his ass, but I do think that I think some twisted way is in defense of the company. Yes. Yes. He believes, he believes that he is the best leader for this company. Mm -hmm. And, you know, obviously bottom line affects his, you know, his, his probability rate. I think that like Kendall obviously is moving in the best interest of the company. Right. I think as it sits right now, Shiv is the only person that is moving in her own self-interest, you know, even and she's reacting off emotion uh, completely. And, and so that's what the conversation with her and Lisa was all about was like, listen, I know you can't represent the company, but like, I need you to represent me because I may find myself in this position. I may not find myself in this position, but bottom line is I need to make sure my reputation is clean. Yeah. Fuck your, re- you're a Roy. That's it. That's your reputation. Yeah. You're a fucking Roy. It doesn't matter where you go, who, you know, we learned that about Kendall. Remember he went like, in, I want to say it was like season one when he went to like that little, um, the wedding. Not the wedding. When he went to like that, it was like that that artist party. He went to like that artist get together, and like yes. the artists didn't fuck with him because they're like, "Yo, yeah, you're, like you're, you're you're a Roy, you're you're, you're a capitalist, yeah, you're like an extreme capitalist. We don't yeah. fuck with you." That that shows you right there. It's like you're a Roy, and I think that was Kendall's kind of catalyst to I want to change this shit. Yes, yeah, I, yeah that I, that might have been the impetus for real. I, I'm gonna tell you what I thought the best line in this whole this whole episode was. You know what? <laughs> Who says I haven't killed anybody? The juice is loose, baby. 
fucking Kindle. Fucking Kindle. The juice is loose took me out. I had to pause it. Yeah, the juice is loose had me rolling, had me weak. That was good writing. But even with stuff like that, right? Like we saw Kendall think on his feet every step of the way when they were getting in the car and Greg's yelling out, no comment, no comment. (laughs) Just say, just, you don't have to, you don't have to say anything that you don't have to, you don't have to say no comment. Just don't comment. Um, and they get in the car and Shorty is giving all this him and Han. He's like, Hey, you good? No, get out. Jessica, you get in. Yeah. Move on. Jessica's a good adjustment. Right. They go on their way to the building. Jessica's like, oh, hey, you can't get in there. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, we'll beat it there. She goes, no, 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 no. no. You can't get in at all. He's like, all right, cool. There's press in my house, right? She's like, yeah, cool. We'll go to a big mother house. Yeah. They get to his ex-wife's house. Uh-huh. She's very proud of him. Probably the best we've ever seen them interact for very more than much. 20 seconds. Yeah. I like where their relationship is at right now. Uh, right now. Yeah, it's going to get bad. Because Naomi. Yeah. Um, And he's good. He's calm, thinking on his feet, light on his feet. He does really, really well. Mm-hmm. Even that quick adjustment. Like, I think everything that Logan was ripping into Kendall about seems to be resolving itself mm-hmm. in a really calm and methodical way mm-hmm. without Kendall having to be this tyrant. And I think that's what's killing Logan more than anything. He mm-hmm. can't understand it. He thinks that he's doing... Like, the fact that it never crossed Logan's mind... That his son would even think of Lisa Arthur? Like, you didn't even think to say, see who's representing Kendall. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. Kendall did that to get to her before Logan did. Mm. I, I didn't I didn't look at it like that. I looked at it like that was the benefit. I looked at it like, okay, I looked at it, and I'm, I'm not mad at your assumption there. Mm-hmm. I looked at it like he was already three steps ahead of him. Like, but like, even so, yeah, yeah, that could have been it too. Because the way that he was in the car planning, call this person, call that person, yeah. call this person, and Logan's brooding and refusing to eat because if he gets the shits, he can't fly. Yeah, <laughs> but even that, right? Everything, and I'm sure in Logan's mind, he thought he had all the time in the world. Yeah, because Kendall's some lazy, you know, cocaine addict right. who can't do for himself. Mm. Kendall's about to take your company, bro. He really is. Uh, you know, there was some strong symbolism here. And let me explain to you what I thought was very strong symbolism. Kendall was on the ground making moves. Mm-hmm. Logan was in the air. Mm. That to me is the difference between them. Right. That's that's the difference Logan's between the, never enough in the weeds, but always wants to call the shots. There it is. Like yeah. he, he's just he's too far removed from the ground to really understand what the what where the culture he's not in tune with the culture like this is bigger the than country the, this exactly this is bigger than the culture of, of waystar royco this is the culture of the world that's happening right now and that speaks to kendall wanting um greg on the internet combing to see exactly what is the culture temperature what are people saying he knows what matters that that's yeah. why kendall is better fit to lead this company right now it's it's you know and that's that's the place that you wish they could come to is like okay this is the place that a father that has all the resources in the world should be thinking yeah if you're if you were truly trying to save the 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 legacy that you built you need to be wondering how it has transformed over time and where mm-hmm. it sits in this particular point in time, you know, and Kendall obviously is highly equipped to deal with it. I mean, all, honestly, all three of his kids have the properties to deal with it. 
you know, you know um, he has four kids, but one he, of them we ooh. don't count. Connor just doesn't fucking count. Connor. Look, I did what he did. Con- oh yeah, uh, Connor. Uh, Connor, hold down the fort. Can you hold down? Can you secure this? I'm like, this. is he talking about the I'm tarmac? Like, right. I was like, what is? And Connor, I feel bad for his girlfriend. Y- y- why so? So you know, we learned about her that she's not just some call girl. Yeah. She really did have like these aspirations of being an actress. Right. And apparently, she might be pretty good. And he I, well, I thought it was a, I thought she was a playwright, not an actress. Well, in in the arts somehow. Yeah, okay, got it, got it. Got I'm it. sorry. Um, and he funded one of her plays. Right. And she was really excited about it. That's what got her to agree to even like, all right, cool, I'll, you can call me your actual girlfriend for yeah. this. Um, and he offers this PR bit about hate watching mm-hmm. and getting people there who don't really like it, and the hipsters and the dipshits. Mm-hmm. He's like, that'll be a good return on investment. And you mm-hmm. could see like the light go out of her eyes. And she's like, but I want people to enjoy what well, you could see. She didn't say this, but you could tell she wanted people to enjoy her art. Yeah. It wasn't about a return on investment for her. Yeah. It was about, no, I just, I like this. Right. Right. And what we know about Connor is that Connor, Connor is one of those white people who likes to pretend they like the environment when in reality, they just want to hoard all the water resources. Yeah. Quite literally, that's what Connor's doing. Yeah. So they can sell it back to people mm-hmm. and call it environmentally friendly. He's a Roy. Right. <laughs> but he's the Roy that thinks he's a good person, yeah. which makes him the worst. I'm, I'm going to be honest, though. I, uh, so that's one of my predictions for this season is I think he's going to become one of the biggest chess pieces in this entire thing. I, I think he's I think I think what's happening here. He was running for office at one point. Yes, I idiot. think I think no, I think that that's right up his alley. I think he's going to end up uh, in the political realm on this season. OK, finish the sentence for me from a song, Bob Marley. You ready? Uh-uh. And if you don't, it's cool. Okay, it's, you know, no, no judgment. The stone that the building refused. Oh, I can't finish that sentence will always be the head cornerstone. Mm. To me, that is Connor. I think that like, I think that... Ambitious thought of yours. W- yeah, well, I, I I mean, I think it's just, it's just the natural thing. It's like, um, he's being, he's being underutilized because he's a savage. He's being very underutilized because what? They don't have the same mother and father. I think his he just has the same father, but not the same mother. Yeah, right? he has a different mom. The rest of their them, mother's English. Yeah. yeah, so so you know he's kind of considered somewhat of a black sheep, mm-hmm. but he has that killer instinct that Logan feels like is that that we think that Romulus has. Romulus. Roman, sorry, that we think that Roman <laughs> has. Connor really has. Who that. said Roman had a killer instinct? I think that's the assumption is that because that's, remember, that's what um that's what Logan said before he called them. Right. He was like he was like, uh, he'll fire you on the first day. That's what I love about him. No, he the um, Frank was like, I love Roman, too. He's like, of course you love him. He's going to he's like, of course you love him. He's going to fire you on the first day. To me, I took that as Roman will do whatever I tell him to out of fear of failure. Because that's Roman's oh, thing. Oh, I didn't take that. Okay. Roman is truly the one kid who is trying desperately to please his father. Yeah, but I also think the name Roman, like, I think that's also somewhat of a, you know, because names mean things. I think that's also somewhat of a play on history as well. Like, I think he is a tyrant. You know He's what absolutely, I'm saying? Roman is a dick. 
Yeah, but 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 see see in business terms, that's what a killer means. Yeah, but he has no business sense. Oh, I didn't say he has business Roman sense. Roman doesn't know shit about shit. I, I didn't Roman say he has business. Roman just knows he wants to fuck his godmother, which is very strange to me. <laughs> He's trying hard. No, he has fucked Jerry. No, he hasn't. In season two, they were messing around. Remember? Because he couldn't get hard unless she was being mean to him. Yeah, yeah, but no, but they never did anything. I don't, uh, not to my knowledge, even Jerry said it in this episode. She was like, I she want said, you- as far as I'm concerned. Oh, interesting. No, but he was like, no, because all of his advances were like, hey, don't you want to test like a young fighter? Like we've, like we've never done it, but like, don't you want to do it? I'm pretty sure that they've bumped naughties. I'm, I'm, I'm almost willing to bet they didn't. I can't really, really, really remember because season two was a, a minute ago. Roman has ejaculated with Jerry present. Yes. Well, that's, I mean, Louis C.K. did that, right? <laughs> like, I don't know if that's, this Roman and Jerry were consensual. I don't. Hello? I, no, I don't I don't You can't just whip it. You you can't pull a Louis CK. Like no, you have to Jerry was cool with I it. I think Roman did pull a Louis CK, but I think what it what it is is that Jerry has been around like the real Louis CKs for so long that that just wasn't Louis CK-ish, right? Like, no, but Jerry fed into it. I th- like he would call her and be like almost give a code and she would start the bit. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying is that like I think she's I think she comes from that Old she does boys. it in service of. I think she just comes from that old boys club that was way more vulgar. So like the stuff that Roman is trying to do is really like PG thirteen compared to like the the level of offensiveness that she came through. Th- think about so yeah. think about like what's happening, what the whole thing is right. Like the whole thing with like sexual misconduct within the company. Mm-hmm. That you know that's something like she made her bones in the era that they're talking about of this company with, with this, look at the people that are next to, next to Logan, right? These are guys that have been with Logan for decades. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I wouldn't be That's going to go into her decision to not let Logan come back. Yeah. The more I, you're talking. I wouldn't be surprised because you know, what's funny. Yeah. I, I like this path because when Tom described how she felt or how, excuse me, how he, I said, she, that was definitely a, <laughs> or what Freudian you would call it, a Freudian slip, because mm-hmm. he's definitely a hoe. Um, um, and fluid. What do you mean? Gender fluid? Yeah. How so? Sexually gender fluid. Is he? Yeah. He messed with a guy? Uh, Is man, that what gender fluid means? I just meant, I just said fluid. Oh, okay. Um, oh. He is sexually fluid. He made advances at a guy. Mm-hmm. The way that he treats Greg is sexual. That's sexual tension. Oh, God. That's sexual yeah, aggression. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me just clarify something because I said I use woman and hoe, and I didn't I didn't mean it like that. It's been like, well, it'd be hoes. But, you know, I didn't mean it that way. But, okay. But, but anyway, um, um, what was the point that I was getting at here? Is that Tom – oh, the, the word that Tom used to describe her was um, – he said – oh, there was a word because I had to look it up what that meant. He said that she is, it was something like ST, when he described her, it, it basically means like emotionless. Stoic? Nah, he didn't say stoic. I'm familiar with stoic. He said a word that I've never heard before. It was, it was like, it's a word that like, if you would take away that one letter that made it a different word, I thought it was another word. 
And um, and I'm yeah, I'm saying a bunch of shit that like makes no sense right now. Yeah, you are. But do you think that's gonna feed into? You were talking about why you think Jerry is cool with. Yeah. So with um Roman shit. Yeah. So what I was getting at is that like, cause you said that that's going to feed into her, like bringing down the company or br- bringing down Logan. Not even bringing down. I don't stolid. Was that the word taken? Y- y- um. Stolid. Stolid. Yeah, yeah. Stolid. That's exactly what it was. Cause I was like, did he mean solid? Yeah. Was he saying like Stalin and solid in the same time? But yeah, she's stolid. Um, and you know, that, that kind of plays into what you were saying to some degree, which is this may have happened to her, but she's, she's become so good at like not showing her hand. Yes, that is one thing Jerry has been good at for the past, for every season so far. Yeah, so she probably has the most leverage out of everybody. Um, but I, but yeah, absolutely, man. She came up in this culture. I mean, all these guys that have been with, that have been with Logan for decades. I mean, he said it to, he said it to, uh, not not Frank. Who's the other guy that stayed for the sandwich? Oh, I forget his Ho- name. Not Hogan, is it? it's an h maybe yeah something like that. whatever his name is he hugo. was hugo he was like uh he said yeah the only way that your hands are clean is if your whorehouse g- gave manicures <laughs> so that implies that like motherfucker you know you just as yeah. dirty as i am yeah and i think that's pretty much all the guys that have been with logan for decades they have been getting away with this shit well they're old white men yeah that's my point that's my point the his the the and and i think that's the point of I think that is the point of what Kendall is saying, too, is that like, yo, there needs to be a complete overhaul to Waystar. And you're just not in tune. You're you're just not even in tune with it. Like you're so far. You're in the air, bro. You are so far removed from where this world has gotten to Mm -hmm. that you're not even I'm saving you from yourself, low key. (laughs) And that's kind of what he was trying to do when he wanted to buy that other um, media company. Yeah, that other media company. And they booed him out yeah and that was his plan it's always been his plan right when he went and talked to the two women who i think that was the art people you were talking about mm-hmm. when he wanted to invest in their art and it didn't fall through because they were like yeah no yeah no, no. um but I, yeah i think that so are you saying that jerry feeds into roman's um sick fetish to keep the peace or to keep things because for me when it started i'm like there's a reason that she's i never thought that she was attracted to Roman. yeah at all but there's a reason she does it i i mean i think okay what what i'm sure of is that she's i'm she's known these kids since they were kids right so so she's literally roman's godmother yeah so so i think i think that she just understands this boy's fucking sick you know (laughs) what i mean like first of all jerry needs therapy that's, they all need therapy. Right, right. This but, show needs... Remember that time they tried therapy? Yes. At Connor's house? Yeah, oh, that was wild. That was horrible. But, but you know... The that, therapist needed therapy after that. That's kind of what I'm saying is that Jerry needs therapy. So I'm so what her exact motive is, whatever it was, it wasn't like... um, It wasn't like... It's it's not something that you would do. You wouldn't engage in this to to get to the same place that she's trying to oh, get. No. But this is like she's so tainted by the culture of what Waystar is, and maybe just not Waystar, just of what like capitalism is at that level. Mm-hmm. That's run by like these very you know uh, 
you know, ty- tyrannical white men. You know what I mean? This is just part of what comes with like, you know, when um, I don't know, man, if you're uh, I'm going to use the profession you hate the most. Right. When you're a police officer. Right. <laughs> when you're a police officer, you know that like, yo, there is a potential that like danger comes with the job. If you're a firefighter, you know, okay, fires come with the job. Mm -hmm. I think she knows that. Like if you're in, if you're in big money, you know, fortune 500 companies, misogynist, misogyny comes with the job from her perspective. And it's not even just misogyny, right? Because when we talk about poor on the floor and I really, I'm not being funny. I really do think some canon of that game is coming back. Okay. Um, I was talking to a friend and he was, we were talking about how, Stuff like Epstein happens. Yes. And he was like, when people make so much money, yeah. they run out of ways to entertain themselves, unfortunately. That makes sense. He's like, yeah, they're sick and disgusting. But also, when you can afford to wake up and go to Italy because you want spaghetti, yeah, it gets a little different. You get warped. You have very weird expectations of life. Yeah. Um, And I think maybe that feeds into it. I think that's also why, even in the real world, you see a lot of these men... Um, shout out to the show on Apple. I had you watch. What's I, I uh, had you watch it? Yeah, uh, the morning show. The morning show, amazing right? Show. Amazing show. Yeah. But not that I have any, you know, sympathy for it. But you realize people don't even know what they're doing is wrong. Yeah. Because their expectations of life are so warped because of where they are. Oh yeah, very much. I think that's a real thing. I think I think that you know the two things that I feel like show you the most about yourself are scarcity and abundance. Mm-hmm. I, I think both of those reveal to you who you really are. Yeah. You know, um, and, and yeah, clearly, I mean, these people are, he's got, they're flying in jets like they're Ubers, bro. No, you, no, you don't get it. <laughs> he said, okay, I have to call another jet. Yeah. What? He They got there. Poor Hugo looks at Shiv and goes, where are we going? Yeah. I don't know. Shiv yeah. walks away. Jerry goes, we could be going to New York. Geneva. LA. LA Switzerland. Switzerland. Yeah. Maldives. Yeah. Like, she like five different places. And he goes, like, well, I need, I need a decision. Yeah. Well, it's, it's one of those five. <laughs> right. You see what I'm saying? So they get in, they go out to the tarmac that's ready in about an hour in their own personal fucking Delta Comfort waiting area. Yeah. Well, they got there in helicopters. First of all. Let's, yeah. Let's start these there. These people love their helicopters. Yeah. Um, and then they're in their waiting or whatever, where they refuse to eat. And Logan's being fucking Logan, eating a spit. Um, <laughs> and adrenaline. And adrenaline. Yes, don't forget <laughs> the adrenaline. And they go out there and Logan says they're going to Sarajevo. Right. And that Shiv is going to New York. And that someone else is going somewhere else. Yeah. And he's like, well, I got to call another plane for Sarajevo. So give me a second. Yeah. 20 minutes later, it's another jet. Yeah, it's another jet. That is too much. There's such things as too much money. Yeah, that's way too much money. That's their problem. For for somebody like Logan, you would just, you would think that like, listen, because had he just left the board in the first, or had he just left CEO position in the first place, he wouldn't be in this position. Had he, after he had that stroke. Yeah. Was the perfect time. To get, to get the fuck out. To go out on top, man. And even if he didn't want to go out, to back away like you're talking about doing now, you could have yeah. done it with some dignity. He, and this would have never came out. He clearly never saw, he, he never read from Vito Corleone's playbook. Ever. Vito got shot five times and said, listen, I'm a consigliere now. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, you know what? I'm, I'm eating oranges in the backyard with my grandson. Come talk to me when you need a little bit of advice. That's it. But Don... 
These nah, niggas trying to kill me for that. real. <laughs> you can have <laughs> no, that. That's not my ministry. <laughs> yeah. I got three sons for that. Pick one. Right. Pick, <laughs> yeah. pick one. Yeah, pick one, dog. Yeah. And maybe back then, Shiv could have been a good choice. I think Shiv, because we know Shiv used to be in progressive politics. Yeah. Before her father was like, you want in? Yeah. Which he didn't really mean, which was, the way that Logan treats Shiv is classic abuse, believe it or not. I can believe it. Like, that's like emotional and mental abuse. Yeah. Because Shiv is constantly begging for his approval, and he gives her enough for her to give him space to shit on her. Yeah, well, the thing is, he does it with all of them. Yeah, but <laughs> if we're... See... Is it different when it's your daughter? I'm asking. Because I, I would think that it is. I, see, you I, should I, love all your children, but... I'll say this. I'll say this. Because he does it to all of them equally, but the thing is, is that Shiv... Has a pure in her wants. No, no. Shiv has a certain sense of entitlement where Mm -hmm. she thinks that because she's the girl, that she's probably the favorite. Fair. And she I think she thinks that she's more deserving of this than everybody else. And I think that he plays on that. She has a political degree. Yeah. Yeah. I think he I think I think like he gives them all the same amount of rope. But it's like she like she like she's the one that like runs out of bounds and strangles herself with it fair because i can say that she thinks that because she never had an addiction problem or because she's not a hothead like roman yeah or a space cadet like fucking connor right she thinks she's the most serious one and when, when in reality if i could talk she is the most emotional character on this show yeah I, and she has the least control of her emotions she is so reactive to everything I, it, it's so crazy it's like if you just set first of all if you'd stop if you stop letting your siblings be competition to each other, Please. because because like see a good father just wouldn't even allow that in my opinion, right? If you were just to sit all of your children in a room and say, "Listen," and assign a title, listen. Here's the thing: I built something for this family a long time ago, mm-hmm. and I want to keep it with this family. And 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 I'm gonna be honest: like I don't think all of you guys, as individuals, are as are everything that I am, mm-hmm. and that's okay. I think if you guys work together, you know, forget the titles. Fine, the titles are whatever. They're all they're all arbitrary, man. Like, but what's real is you guys at the core, the nucleus of this company. Figure that out, yeah. So that way we can keep this thing a Roy thing. Avoid some of the problems. About if your he did that, this would be like a trillion dollar enterprise, man. Yeah, but his. He literally treated the kids like a science project. He turned them against him. Remember, I think it was season one. Yeah. He wanted to see who would be the best yeah. by turning them against each other to see who could be the most evil. See, this is my inherent problem with capitalism. Anytime I get into arguments with like people about the state of where we are in the world, and it's usually, honestly, I'm just going to file out say it, it's usually like Republican white men, like conservative, super ultra conservative Republican white men. There's a theme. They always say like um, their whole thing about, and let's be, I'm, I'm, I'll just fuck it. We're being here. transparent. I'm not. I'm not. I don't consider myself liberal or conservative. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't. I think both of them are the like the truth is somewhere in the middle. The, yeah, they're they're both very like polar Extreme. opposites. Yeah. <clears throat> but anytime I have this conversation with like white men that understand business, they're always like, "Oh, you're anti-capitalist," and I was like. I'm not anti-capitalist. Like, I understand capitalism. I understand. I I like free market. What I don't like about comp or what I don't like about capitalism 
is competition in service of like disparity. Competition is good because we get certain we get good prices as consumers because of competition and options. Right. But when when you want competition so much that you like scorch things for monop for, you know, to, to create monopolies and oligarchies and, you know, and if your abundance has to create like a severe amount of scarcity for another group of individuals, that's the capital. I don't subscribe to survival of the fittest. Right. And I think that even if we're talking capitalism at this level, mm-hmm. compromise, compromise, competition doesn't exist, right? It's it's a word they use to trigger people. Yeah. Because like you said, the goal is to get rid of all the competition. Right. So you're not in the competition anymore. You're in the hunger game. Yeah. And there's a difference, right? Because I'm probably a bit more radical than you. I, I wouldn't consider myself a liberal mm-hmm. either. It's just... It, like I said, it's somewhere in the middle. I probably lean much closer to progressive, right. but it's somewhere in the middle. But for me, um, I don't make enough money to be a capitalist. Right. I'm a person who lives in a capitalistic society. Right. right. But capitalism is, I enjoy that I, if I want frosted flakes, mm-hmm. there are 17 different kinds of sweetened brand that I can get. That's it. Right. I enjoy that when I want to try a new lotion, mm-hmm. there's tons of different ones yeah. for me to pick from at any kind of price point that I need. Yeah. And they can all exist because there's a market for all of them. That's why they exist. Right. But what happens is with things like this or companies like this, or if we're being honest, people with this mindset, yeah. they come in and say, everything is not enough. Yeah. And I need to take all of it. Yes. If I'm, I'm not doing well, if you are doing well too. Right. Right. That's the part that and, and then and, and he's feeding this into his kids and it's go. going to destroy his company because especially in media, mm. Kendall brings up all the time. Yeah. We only talk about this one thing. Mm-hmm. And we're what we're spewing out here is this one it's not real coverage. Yeah. It's an agenda. It's an agenda, right. Right? Yeah. So you can't have especially and Kendall seems to be the only one who can grasp social media and the Mm. time they're living in right he's like people aren't stupid right they can see what's going on and we are losing people we need to keep these old people are going to die right these old people are useless if we're going to go find new viewers what you need to do for ratings and such we have to get them off of the internet yeah and we can't because we are spewing an agenda not media right so when Logan does this thing where he was feeding into his kids as competition Mm -hmm. I think that's what broke Kendall and had him relapse yeah He's like, yo, what are we? Everybody's not built for that. And it's okay. You shouldn't be, especially in media. Right. Like, it's just. Yeah. He 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 gets it, man. Um, Yeah. You know, back to the capitalism thing, just staying on what you were saying. Yeah. he, You can't. The people that can't differentiate between, like, you, you know, just compassionate capitalism and, like, extreme capitalism. It's like, yeah, you're bringing this into your family now. Like there shouldn't be any element of capitalism when it comes to your offspring. There's no survival of the fittest dog. Like you want all your kids to live the same, you know, and and in in order to do that, you need to empower them, give them your knowledge and give them enough margin to fail. Yeah. So that way they 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 develop their own abilities to deal with failure. You know, and, you know, you got a front, you got a front line of war. I, that's funny. I literally just tweeted this today. Um, nobody should be in control of people and economies if they've never front lined a war. 
And my reason for that is you will not respect human resource, the effects that it has on the human resources, Mm -hmm. if you have never frontlined a war. And I totally believe in that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So so therefore, you got to give them a chance to be solid soldiers. You know, let let them be soldiers in your company. Let them, you know, figure their way around the battlefield. And then at that point, they will have enough information to move forward. You know, and and, and, to, and to lead what you've built. And that's something you got to develop from early on. That, that shouldn't start in their 30s, you know. Absolutely. Right. Because when we talk about I just lost my thought. Wow. That was. That's unlike you. That's very unlike me, actually. I'm usually pretty. Oh, my. And it was a good one. Uh-oh. Uh, we were talking about frontline and wars. Frontlining. Um... Leading your company. Oh, gosh. I interrupted you to say this, too. Oh, man. I'm sorry. No, you're good. But even so, like with Kendall, when we talk about the frontlining and being there for things, Kendall tried to do that. Mm-hmm. Initially, Kendall didn't want to take over immediately. Right. Kendall wanted to come on and be up under his dad's butt. Yeah. And learn something. Yeah. And instead, his dad was like to his brothers and sisters, hey, Kendall's coming in. What you going to do? Yeah. And that's kind of counterproductive, especially to a company of this magnitude. Right. Because now... It's not going to end up with a Roy. It's not. Well, okay. I mean, it, it could, it but could. the way that he's doing it is it wouldn't. Yeah. Down to picking Jerry as an interim. Yeah. Right? Because if you have to back off for real, Jerry has to now teach one of your kids. What if they hate her? Yeah. Like you said, he's feeding this into his kids that it's not, it is extremely counterproductive because these, I imagine these, this is the kind of money if I was to ever be a person who was okay with making this kind of money, and if I'm being honest, I don't think I would be comfortable making billions of yeah, dollars. That I just agree. there's no way to do that ethically. <laughs> right. Um, but if I was, I'd imagine I want to make sure that my family gets to hold on to that. Yeah. You are making it so your family hates each other, and it's gonna, like you said, implode from the inside. Yeah. Like there's no way to what What are you doing, Logan? Yeah. Like he's just. And he's making enemies everywhere he goes. And I don't think he realizes that, like you, that was a great way to put it. I didn't even, like, I saw it happening, but power is slipping every season, every season, every scene we see Logan in, we see him lose something else. Yeah. And we see someone else reacting to a phone call from Kendall, be it actually answering the phone, or you see them staring off, thinking, and then the, um, they're coming to him. Then the show pans to Kendall. Yeah. Like, it's it's getting it's getting crazy for your boy. Yeah. Not only are they answering Kendall's calls, they are coming to him. Mm-hmm. They are not coming to the Waystar office. They're coming to his ex-wife's living room. Mm-hmm. All of that says like he had they to believe se- in him. They believe in him. They're well. They're they're willing to front line a war for him. You know, like even even the, the meeting that he had with the uh, the PR team. You know, he was totally blowing the meeting because he, he was trying to Completely. basically take over. It. He was trying to take over, but he un- he was like, "Oh, you're not hired." But if you were, nigga, just hire them. No, no, no. He was saying that they are hired, but he was just like, instead of us just t- saying you're hired, we still, I still want to throw around ideas. Oh, like, okay, okay. I think he, he, he treat they, it like a pitch. Yeah. yeah, treat it like a pitch. Um, now, I mean, he was blowing it with his his pitches were totally. T- I'm not gonna say they were totally terrible. I think what he was trying to do was smart, but. I think he also realized that like, okay, these are my ideas. I just want to get them out. But listen, I, you guys need to do what you want and to I do. And I think that's the beauty of Kendall. Mm-hmm. Kendall, Kendall thinks he knows everything, mm-hmm. 
but has always had a second checker. Yes. Always. Yeah. So I think that feeds into what you're saying about, all right, here's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I know that you can take this and do it right. Right. So here's here's the end result that I need. Right. Go do it. Yeah. And 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 basically at the end of it, the the girl who represented the lady who represented that company, which I forget what it was called, something Schmidt, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, No, that's exactly what we were thinking. Mm-hmm. Like so they're in the same direction. Um, you know, he's just way more erratic because it is his life. So he has the right to be. Um, and I think they, they're going to take between them and between uh, Lisa. Lisa author, they're going to they're going to clean up Waystar. It, I'm, if, honestly, by the end of this, if like if Kendall is now if Kendall creates a company to rival Waystar, they're fucked. I, and I believe that, that that is well within the realm of possibility. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, you guys box me out of Waystar? Fine. Well, fine. I'm t- I'm, I'm going to pillage every resource that made you you from you. And I'm going... You ever seen... Um, you ever seen... Um, not No Country for Old Men. What's the, there Will Be Blood. No. Oh, six. I'm not even going to hold you. I've been you. saying no to movies all day. I'm so embarrassed. Six. You got to watch There Will Be Blood. Dude, I just sit at home and watch documentaries all day. That's my problem. Yeah, but this you one. any documentary, I, I've seen it. If right. you want to talk about wild, tyrannical, rich there white men, there Got will it. be blood. It's basically uh, about this guy named Daniel Plainview who became like one of the first oil tycoons oh, in America. It's played by Daniel Day-Lewis. It's fucking amazing. Nice. But damn, he has a quote in that joint that I can't even say now because it's somewhat, I'm not going to say a spoiler, but. He had he had this story. About, he was like, uh, he was basically talking to a dude that he propositioned earlier in the film about about going into the oil business with him, trying to strike a deal with him, and, okay. and that person refused him. And what he ended up doing is he ended up basically pillaging the oil that was on his land, and he did it by an underground pipeline. That's how he made. That's how he got money. So he basically like bought land that was like close to this land that he couldn't buy. And then he created this underground system to steal all the oil from it. And that's how he made his, that's how he made his money. And the speech that he gave at the end of the film, he was like, say I have this straw and I want your milkshake, but you don't want to give me your milkshake. I built a straw to take your milkshake. Like he just basically- I wish you exp- see how scary cheesy- No, listen, the way he delivered it, is, it was like that. You will love that movie, Six. I promise you, you'll love that movie. All right, I'm going to trust you. But that, that to me is what Kendall is basically has the potential to do here is to take his straw and fucking drink logan roy's milkshake right in front of him (laughs) like but i think it's crazy because and again down to just the differences in the way they're handling things and the way their teams are handling things mm -hmm. right we see jessica in the even from that scene her in the back of back of the car with greg Mm -hmm. jessica knows that greg my sweet boy Mm -hmm. is incompetent yeah but after Kendall asked for an update from her, she said, Greg, what's your update? Yeah. Oh. We know Greg doesn't know shit. <laughs> Good memeage. Shit, right? Great memes. Great Beautiful memeage. Beautiful memes. I think the Pope may have followed you. It may be a parody account. I'm going to figure it out. I'm on the job. Oh, it's not the Pope. pope. Okay. It's a Pope. It's a Pope. What is a Pope, Greg? Yeah. What? That's not how being the Pope oh, works. Man. But again, they included him mm-hmm. and made it so Greg felt like he had a job. Mm-hmm. Because when the media people actually came there, 
he was like, oh, well, I was enough for you guys got here as interim. Do you need my help or whatever? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Greg felt empowered in a way where he, this was the first episode that we have seen Greg in where Greg was not getting berated. Okay. Yeah. Cause, am, he, Cause he was with Kendall and I am a Greg Stan account right. only because he's so fragile Yeah, and he needs people. He needs, he needs to be loved. And Tom treats him like he's going to rape him at any moment. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. It's very strange. Tom is very weird. Yeah. It's, he's a, he's sexually attracted. Right. Oh, wow. he, if nothing else, I have learned from Treasy that I no longer skip opening credits to shows. Right. They mean <laughs> things. Yeah. Um, But it's the first time we see Greg feel empowered genuinely. Yeah. Kendall knew Greg is useless. Yeah. But I have Greg. Uh-huh. So since Greg wants to be here, I'm going to find a way for him to be here, for him to be empowered. Yeah, empowered. Right. We see all that. We see um, with his ex-wife how he is. He he had license to be very jumpy. Mm-hmm. I think if he was an ass this episode, mm-hmm. everyone would have let him be. Mm-hmm. People were almost prepared for him to be that way. And he was not. Mm-hmm. So he's making friends. Right. Mm-hmm. What Logan and his camp are doing are the complete opposite. Complete opposite. Just Logan, not his camp. No, his. Yeah. No. By proxy of being attached to Logan and having to do his dirty work. Right. Well, no. Th- the reason why I'm making that distinction is because I think that's the th- that's th- that is the seed that is going to blossom against him. Is because this ain't what they want to do, but they're doing it. They're doing it under fire. It's like forced yeah, attrition. You because know when I mean? we talk about Jerry talking to the president's babysitter and yeah. how that went, yeah. Jerry was being pushy. She was in a way that normally probably would have worked. Right. But people are like, eh, can't touch that nigga with a six foot pole. Right. Shiv, the way she was talking to Lisa Arthur. Yeah. If you understand the power this woman has, then you find out she's representing your brother and you still get slick at the mouth. Yeah, crazy. Because if nothing else, now Lisa might, in the back of her mind, that bitch pissed me off. Let me bury this hoe. Oh, well, listen, she all she's a killer. She is a like, assassin. Like, I wouldn't cross Lisa Arthur for a minute. You understand? Yeah. So it's like you don't. My mom told me something that I've never forgotten. Mm. You make friends with janitors, mm-hmm. lunch ladies, mm-hmm. and security guards. Mm. There are certain places, certain people in certain places, you have to know who you're supposed to befriend. Right. Right? Oh, your mama got wisdom. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like, if you live in a big city, I'm sure you guys know this, but the doorman, anywhere you go, yeah. is your best friend. Right. If you ever go to Vegas, you tip the valet and the doorman more than you tip your waitress. Yeah. Yep. They know things. Yeah. They know people. Right. They can help you move around in ways. Yep. I imagine if you are a billionaire in media, every lawyer you come across, yeah. you should be kissing their fucking feet. Yeah. You should be. Yeah, I would imagine you should be. I imagine PR people should be getting a fucking basket from you once yeah. a month. Yeah. That's a fact. That's a fact. But you have pissed them off. Yeah. Well, but tis why tis why Siobhan is going to find herself in a very lonely place. Tom don't want to be with her no more, you know. Because and that speaks to her entitlement. How you cheat on on your husband and tell him, "Oh yeah, I did." Yeah. Okay, so that's what we did, right? Yeah. And so, you tell him on your wedding day. Yeah, she's 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 a different. Kind she is her of, mother's child. She's a different kind of tyrant. Um, white women are. Da- there is nothing more dangerous than a white woman with a plan. Man, talk about it. I don't even want to get into that one. But you're right about that. Um, what do you think? All right. I, I, maybe you can help me answer this question. 
it felt it felt like all right before Roman made that phone call to Logan. Roman was a real contender for CEO. Mm-hmm. What happened in that phone call that made him say Roman is out? In your opinion, um, Roman, the way he went about the call, and I agree with this. He right. was weak about it. Okay, he was easily led. He was just like, I don't want it. I kind of want it, but you know, like do whatever is best. Like that, that's not powerful at all. If I'm being benevolent or malevolent, right. that's Roman was not powerful at all. And, and in the job that especially with what's about to happen to this company right now. Right. You have to be able to stand in it and be confident about it. And Roman doesn't have that at all. He, he was weak. Do, do I see the thing is, but when you see him like, okay, the, the, all right. For instance, the, the, the current scene that's on the TV as we're talking right now mm-hmm. was when uh, Logan called his kids over to ask him if, they knew that Kendall was doing this thing, mm-hmm. right? In that whole scene, when they were talking about how to handle Kendall, he had a real strong plan. Like now, whether or not it can work, I don't know, but he was confident and it was a strong plan, which was basic. His plan was basically, yo, if we discredit Kendall, the story, the narrative shifts. Mm-hmm. So chop his ass up in millions of pieces and throw him in the Hudson, attack him to get the heat off of you. Because we all know that's how media works. You, if, you know, you, you want to distract it from a whale, throw another whale at it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it, it, it was a great plan. And he he pitched it very, very, very confidently. Now, because I that was my initial thought, too, was like, damn, he kind of came off weak. And Logan was like, he didn't really fuck with that. But my opinion is like, he he's not stupid enough. He knows he can't out like... His goal is not even to like out confident or out fight his father. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm talking to you father to son here and saying that like I know this is a big decision and I'm going to let you know I want it. But I, I'm also going to back you. And I and that first of all, that's a position we've never heard Roman in. We've never heard Roman talk this way. So I think it was a very sincere thing. In my opinion, that to me was a firm indicator of something that we already knew, which is fucking Logan's an idiot. To to me, that conversation, I didn't take it as weak. I took it as like, I'm here riding for you and whatever you want to do. And that's the goal here. I, I don't I don't think that was sincere. I think that he chose Jerry because he knows that he can still work through Jerry because of their relationship. Mm-hmm. Um his comfort, his quote unquote fiend comfort with Jerry. Um but I think that even in that father to son moment, mm-hmm. there was a way to have that that was still professional. Because yeah, we're father and son, but we're talking about a company right now. So yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Okay. But even then, when we're talking about his confident pitch to Shiv about what to do about their brother, he was talking to his sister about their brother. No, no, no. He he said that he said that to his father when when all the other kids were around. Yeah, but he's talking to his dad about his brother in yeah. front of his other siblings. Yeah something he's had time to think about right what we also know about roman is that when it was time to launch a satellite uh-huh. he blew it up because he wanted to rush and impress people yeah i mean that he, when he roman roman can't make when he was the coo for five minutes yeah. he fucked some shit up roman can't think on his feet when roman's approached with something he doesn't know how to do yeah he he can't figure it out so if he has time to yeah. maneuver over his crackhead brother Sure. Cokehead, excuse me, big difference. 
there's that's a big difference than an actual crisis happening that he's unfamiliar with and now has to respond professionally to and confidently to yeah well but what happens when he's in front of the doj and they ask him a question he can't be the slick roman uh, he can't be snappy and witty yeah but but that scene showed us that he has to me to, to me i have a different point of view about the conversation it was sincere and i and i gather that it was sincere because again we've never seen roman that head in hand before and 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 outside of talking to jerry because he he has a soft spot for her i feel like when he wanted to be ceo at his dad's company he was like that that time his dad gave him a shot i gotta check the film i, I still yeah. feel like it was he still had that air of uh, you know ty- tyrannical so and i'll also say this like, are we really calling roman tyrannical or are we just calling him slick I don't think he's a tyrant. I think he's just a dick. I, but to me, that is one of the pillars of a tyrant. Yeah, but it's not a tyrant. Okay, I, I yeah. can respect that. I can respect that. And I'm only being that way because there are tyrants on this show. Right. So Roman's not. And a you want to respect to that? Yeah, yeah, Roman's not a tyrant. Roman is an asshole. Okay, I'll, I'll concede. Because a tyrant, I, I want in front of the DOJ. But what? But my point I'm making is, if they have to make a deposition of some sort yeah. and they ask Roman a question. He can't go to his go-to asshole answers. He's really good when he's allowed to be an asshole. Yeah, but I I think with adv- with advisory, I see. I think he'll do what's necessary. I don't think like I don't think his. Can he I, be convincing though? To me, he was convincing in that phone call. I think he can be convincing. Right, but he can be con- right. But even that phone call wasn't in a place of power. Even if it was sincere, it was a place of submission to whatever needed to be done for his dad and the company yeah but when it comes time to where you need to overpower who is in this because kendall can do that shiv can do that i mean clearly okay i get what you're getting yeah so roman cannot do we have not seen roman able to do that Mm -hmm. unless he's allowed to be an asshole which he can't do as a ceo of a company Mm. it's with what's going on right now. Yeah. I think that has to come into play what the next two years for this company is probably going to look like during this trial. Yeah. Right? And when we talk about yeah. Roman making decisions, of course he can make a decision what to do about his brother. Yeah. Right? But again, he had literal rocket scientists telling him, hey, we shouldn't do this. And he wanted to impress his daddy. Mm-hmm. So he did it anyway. Which and he, is, he got people hurt. Yeah, he got people killed. Yeah, yeah. like now, now I, I mean, by all means, I'm not saying that Roman should have been CEO because I don't believe. I think I think the kids blew their chance. Mm-hmm. I think Shiv and Roman blew their chance a long time ago. I think they blew their chance last season. Yeah, so I think I absolutely think Jerry was the best choice out of everybody who has presented themselves on logan's team Mm -hmm. jerry was absolutely the best choice and i agree with you i think it's going to be to the detriment of logan roy um now you know now that you bring it up i I didn't think about that until you said it Mm -hmm. um um you know however i do think that what happened with that rocket and that whole launch i do think that those little things albeit huge catastrophes go into the experience that I believe that Roman now has. Like, I, you know, as, as, as catastrophic as they were, I think he knows better than to make that mistake again. And, and, and that's part of the process of making an omelet. I think mm-hmm. Roman definitely has a place in the company. I think what Logan was trying to do, I think he was chief officer of operations or something where he was Frank's boss. I forget exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. 
But I think he could have excelled there. Yeah. I think that Roman can be a good executive, but not a good CEO. Yeah. He is definitely needed. Right. Because his bullishness is required. You need someone who will say the quiet parts out loud. Mm. Because they'll act on it. Okay. But they can't be the face of it, right? Because then that becomes the company's um, identity. Right. But you need someone there to do those things. Got it. You need someone there when you'll keep fucking up and call Roman and he won't be tell Roman because Roman's going to tell you what it is. Right. Like he said, Roman will fire you on the first day. What do you want to do? Right. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. need a you need a Roman, but Roman can't be the face. Okay. There's a plate. I think like you said, mm. he needs all four of his kids yes. if he wanted it. The answer is Kendall. And I think that's why Logan doesn't want Kendall so vehemently. Yeah. Because he knows that if he gives it to Kendall, Kendall will outshine him before he's too old to care about being outshined. Yeah. But if he wanted it that way, he needed all four of his children to do this. Mm-hmm. Shiv with her political mm-hmm. um, prowess and her political contacts mm-hmm. is needed for a media company. And again, this show is basically loosely about the Murdochs. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Fox News mm-hmm. needs political ties. Mm-hmm. That's where Shiv could have shined. And I think she could have shined there if it had never been planted in her mind. Well, why are you going to let your brother take all the grief? Again, her father playing them against each other. Idiot. I think you need Roman to say the quiet parts out loud mm-hmm. to be cast as the weird outspoken black sheep brother. When in reality, he's making decisions, but you, I want everyone else to think that we don't agree with him. Right. But I need him here. Yeah. Connor needed to be the person in the background helping you steal more money from poor people. Yeah. <laughs> Connor is literally hoarding water. Yeah. He, he is in Arizona. Yeah. The desert. Hoarding water. Hoarding water. water. Right? Yeah. I think that's horrible. But yeah. if you're going to be a horrible white person, be a horrible white person. Right. You got to honor his commitment. That's a fact. You understand? Yeah, <laughs> like, that's a fact. And then there's Kendall, mm-hmm. who is, besides the lack of a little bit of Coke, yeah. is the most even that's the face he's michael corleone for sure but you need all four of them to work yeah but i think kendall is now going to refine find those replacements because kendall understands the, the parts that he can't do yeah well and and this is what it is what it's also showing you too oh i didn't think about this what it's also show, because essentially what we're watching him do is rebuild a company from scratch mm-hmm. so this is something that his father had room. to do Mm-hmm. You're like he's grinding it out somewhat like his father. I mean, obviously at a different yeah. octave. Yeah, scale. Yeah, his scale for sure. But he he is he, he is definitely showing that he is probably the most cut from Logan's cloth. Mm-hmm. And Just not an evil person. Yeah, and and the fact that they have, I mean, as crazy as it sounds, that that you know what happened with that death when you know Logan, I mean when Kendall, you know, killed the kid. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, Logan helped cover it up. Mm-hmm. I think that is like, um, obviously, you know, that thing is still in the air. Yeah. Right. But but on on that, like that whole Machiavellian sort of philosophy, which is that like. Um, the, end, the ends justify the means. Um, well, a little bit different from that, which is like um, to get to the mountaintop. The both of us getting to the mountaintop, we both have dirt on each other. Yeah. And w- when I make it to the top, I have to kill you because you have dirt, dirt on me. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, you know, this is going to play out very Machiavellian, um, in my opinion. You know, and, and this is what makes him, a, I think this is what makes Kendall a dangerous opponent because I have real dirt on you. Mm-hmm. You have real dirt on me, too. 
but you covered up a murder. I sure I did the murder. You think you don't yeah. know? Yeah. But I know that you covered it up. There you go. I know that you know this person is dead. There you go. And you paid a family. Yeah. 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 So so that you know he is a formidable opponent for his father. Um, and I think that that you know that's going to make this whole season exciting. I'm gonna be honest. So you you very much love Greg. I do I not like Greg. Greg. I do not like Greg. And Greg is a huge wild card. Yeah, because last time he almost got everybody fucked. Greg is the reason they got caught. Yeah, keeping them fucking papers. Yeah, Greg I mean, is the reason. Which I'm glad, you yeah. know what I mean? Because he's changing the culture of a company. But I think Greg can be bought. I don't think so. Oh, man. I don't think Greg has any real. I don't think he, why they brought up his money problems. I think, yeah, I, I think, think about how his mother's reacting to that situation, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, things are about to go away. I got to do what's best for me. And then he's going to cancel her card because he's got to do what's best for him. Like, they, like, even think about in the, in the backseat when he kicked, the, when he kicked Caroline out the car. Uh, Greg, are you coming? He, Greg was unsure. I, 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 I He didn't want to hurt Caroline's feelings. No, Greg was all going to say it was cousin. No, no, that, that I know for a fact, that's what that was. It was just she asked him and he was like, oh, I like her, but this is my cousin. Greg wants desperately to be a Roy. That's I, why I don't I, think. I don't think he cares about being a Roy. I think he I think he wants his shot at getting himself out of poverty. I think that's a complete difference because he's cut from his grandfather is not really. It, it's a different side of that tree. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, his like there's, a, benevolent. there's yeah. a different upbringing there. Right. Like, um. So I don't think being a Roy is that important to him. I think having power is. And I I think think that's why you keep, that's why you keep papers for leverage, for power. Yeah. But I think that with Kendall, even in the small ways, he tries to empower him. Mm -hmm. I think Kendall, if you're right, Mm -hmm. and maybe you could be, I don't think he can be bought. I think maybe with, he can be moved by power. I'll, I'll concede to that. Okay. Money. No. Um, Because I think that Greg will always either side is going to take care of Greg because at this point Greg knows where the bodies are so either side is going to make Greg knows enough to fuck shit up so I think that he can be lured by power but I think Kendall can give him the raw authentic actual power right messing with Kendall Greg's going to finally be the manager of this amusement park that's really all he ever wanted to do anyway he came here to get a job at an amusement park and happened to come to the wrong thanksgiving dinner that's really how greg got caught up in this bullshit right that's really how you got right well go ahead i'm sorry um but i think that kendall is going to do a better job at that one Mm -hmm. and two if he goes with logan he has to be with tom Mm. and i know it was a running joke but that's it's getting darker and darker with Tom over and, the two uh, seasons, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it it got dark. Yeah, there, there there's definitely something. I hope Tom goes to jail. Let's just be clear about. What that. do you think about um, Logan taking Tom with him, but sending Shiv to New York? He doesn't trust Tom. He took everybody oh, he right. doesn't he trust. trust. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. He took everybody he doesn't trust with him, so he can keep an eye on their every move. Um. So yeah, that's what I think. Okay. You know what I mean? And and then clearly Tom fucking Tom pretty much uh ca- it. calcifies that. Yeah. Oh, let me go to the bathroom and call Shiv right there. Like Man, shut the fuck up for a minute. Just, for for this to be such a powerful organization, there's like leaks everywhere, dog. 
they find there's a leak that Jerry CEO like within 30 minutes after it happened. Like, <laughs> like, who, like, come on, man. I shoot everybody at Shiv this point. Shiv did that leak, I think. Ooh. I can see that. Because remember when she became CEO, apparently, mm-hmm. because of her quote unquote fucking up with Lisa. Yeah. Which isn't really what happened, but that's what the blame was. Right. Roman being a little brother, <laughs> boohoo! Your friends don't like you, yeah. and you're not a CEO too, right? So, and she finds out she's CEO that way because she fucked up with Lisa, and right. then she says change of plans, right? And then we find out there's been a leak about Jerry. Yeah, so she was the leak. You're, I think you're, I think you're right about that. Where, and I think she went to go see Kendall. No, because we would have saw that. That was towards the end of the episode. No, we wouldn't have. Yeah, I don't think she's gonna go see Kendall. I mean, if she, if she. Oh, well, maybe she does. I, I won't take that off the table. Maybe she does, but maybe she does because he did call her and shivy, shiv, shivy, shiv, shiv. Yeah, yeah. So you might be right about that. You might be right yeah. about that. Um, I think she's malicious about it, but I does. But I do think next episode she pops up in that living room. Okay, I'm, I'm not gonna fight you there. I, I, I can see that happening. Um, is Logan scared? Terrified. He's terrified. He went to Sarajevo. Yeah, the no. whole list of places that Jerry came up with in the end right. were places with no extradition laws with right. America. Right. And why no one went to the Maldives? I don't understand. You give me an option to go to the Maldives to hide. Sure. Don't. I'm so scared. Keep me here. Oh, God. <laughs> Overwater bungalows. So horrible. Like, right. why did you go to Sarajevo? But so we, we know that he's scared of the political and um, uh, um, legal repercussion of what happened what i'm talking about is do you he's scared of kindle is he scared of kindle because if, if kindle wins uh-huh. oh boy oh baby yeah oh yeah boy. sales out nails out like one he's i think people get attacked i don't think it and it's fair to be attached to the things that you make mm-hmm. um but kindle's gonna change that entire company yeah the entire there are women there there are Asian women there. Yeah. There, are, how many Asian or Black women have you seen in the show inside of these buildings? None, and then and then two today, you <laughs> two in this saying? one episode. Yeah, even just the way that he's interacting with his ex-wife, yeah. the way he's interacting with everybody, yeah. looking at people's ideas. Yeah. That's not something that Logan can understand, Mm-mm. right? The most exotic person in Logan's life is his French wife, and mm-hmm. she's exotic because she has dark hair. Yeah. So, I think that he's afraid of that, and what it's going to mean for logan again i think that logan is too young to be able to ignore the change in perception of him Mm -hmm. and to not have the ability to just call the president and command his attention Mm. to not have the ability to have someone the doj fired Mm. because he said so Mm. um and knowing that kendall will have that ability and probably never use it Mm -hmm. and people will speak highly of him because of it Mm. i think for logan it's a Yes, it's a fear of Kendall, but it's also a fear of who am I if I can't be this? Mm. I have spent so much time destroying everything around me for the edification of this. Mm-hmm. What does it mean if it's not the building that I built anymore? Mm. Boy, I tell you, man, this is um, this is politics at its most granular level. And I am a thousand percent here for it I'm on excited. succession. Yeah. Um, Sundays, Sundays is a blessing. For the next four weeks, Sundays is going to be a good day. A very good day. Cause we've only got what, four more episodes, I think, of BMF. 
I think they were they were only doing eight episodes this season. Seriously? I think so. Yeah. So we've only got four more episodes of BMF. Christ. And Succession running running uh, parallel to each other. Boy, real quick before we, I feel like we're wrapping up. Yeah. We also know the downfall of every man in power is a woman. Not every man, but okay. Most. Okay. We don't have to get into it now because not too much happened, but a seed was planted. Natalie is going to cause issues. Oh, that's a fact. On purpose. I think Natalie's malicious. Oh, she's going to cause issues within uh, within, within Kendall's whole organization. Because keep in mind that Natalie's family the, is friends. They're old money who's friends with Kendall's parents and such. Right. The They're like Pierce's, right? What is, what is their name? The Peterson or Pearson, something yeah, like that. Yeah, the Pierce's, something but like that. Yeah. they're old money. Yeah, Naomi Pierce. Yeah. Naomi Pierce, right. Yeah. So their families are friends. And not only that, she's also an addict, which means she's self-destructive as well. Right. So, yeah. And she can be bought. We've watched her parents buy her. Yeah. She's even down to Kendall's finally in a place where he's getting along with his um, ex-wife. Right. The mother of his children. Yeah. And yeah. she comes in and opens her dead godfather's wine. Wine. And then, and then laughs about it. Laughs about it. I'll get napkins. You see what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's small stuff like that. She and she. What if that had caused a bigger issue and she had made them leave? Yeah. Well, no. That's yeah. But I. Th- I think what you're getting at, first of all, is that scene was a seed of what's to come. That's going to be way bigger. Right. Um. There's going to be a bigger bottle of wine somewhere. Right. Yeah. And yeah. she's going to be flipping about it. Yeah. And what we did see, and I hope it sustains, Kendall will get rid of someone who is. A problem. Kendall seems much more confident in his abilities himself. Well, okay, well, okay. L- let's stay there for a second because the because the bottle of wine was sort of like the the is is the seed for what you're saying, right? Mm-hmm. Think about the players that were involved in that. It was Naomi and Greg. Greg didn't know though, and that feeds to your point of yes. Greg being easily led. He can he and can be manipulated. Too, I understand that. I I don't. Yeah, I just think he can be bought. He can manipulate it, but I, not bought. I I don't think he's loyal. That's that's what I'm getting at. I don't I don't think he's loyal to Kendall. Um, I don't I don't think the loyalty is cemented. I think the loyalty comes from the fact that like Kendall is his friend right now. But if somebody with more power comes along and becomes his friend, I think he'll do that. I believe that. Yeah, I think he'll do the that. The way he flip flop between Tom and Shiv. Yeah. With the whole papers thing. Yeah. Because Shiv told him to burn him. Okay, I'll burn it. And then Tom said, "Don't burn that." Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. It's, or it, opposite, excuse me. Yeah. Tom wanted him to burn it in a fire. He was like, "Yeah, I did it." But then he kept him after Shiv talking to him, like, you know, all this stuff is going on. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot that happened, but yeah, it's, it's, and to me, that makes Greg very dangerous because. I don't really know his position in this entire thing. Okay. And, t- and t- if you've seen Hamilton, <laughs> have you seen Hamilton? Yes. That was the whole reason that fucking Aaron Burr. But I love Greg. <laughs> yeah, but he's he has no, we, don't, we do not know what he stands for. And that is going to make this season interesting mm-hmm. because before Greg was just kind of the comic relief. Mm-hmm. He was just there to be the doof. Of Still the is. No, but his doofiness, like we saw in, episode in season two uh-huh. his big trump card of doofiness caused this yeah which is telling but it's but it wasn't doofy it was it was completely calculated he didn't know 
He didn't know to what degree this could fuck up an equation, but he knew that this information. And that's what I'm saying. He's not smart enough. He knows enough to fuck shit up. That's what I mean by that. Greg isn't smart. He's not stupid, but he's not. Sm- he's smart enough to know that's shiny. I should have one of those. I don't know what that does. Yeah. But they got one, so I should have one too, and I should make sure that I can keep a shiny. Yeah. Greg knows that. He doesn't know what the shinies do. Right. He doesn't know who the shinies affect right. or how they're going to affect him. Yeah. He just knows that people around here will fight they and think. give money for shinies. Yeah. So I need to make sure I always have one of their shinies. I need to hoard the water. Yeah. Right. He's Connor to right. some degree. But I still think that it's not even in a malicious way. It's because of what he's seeing. Yeah. This is what he thinks it's supposed to be. Well, see, the, the, to, to me, that's almost the truest form of capitalism. Right. I think that Greg represents normal people. That's yeah. why I love Greg so much. And all of this idiocy of this much money, Greg is the only real person. And he's interacting with it in the way that real people would. No, I think, see, maybe that's where me and you sort of disagree. I think he was, I think... The idea of him is to be somewhat the surrogate for real people. Mm-hmm. But, I, but what I'm seeing is that he's actually probably more of them than they realize. He's not real people. He is really a Roy at the end of the day. But he but because like he's not he didn't come from this silver spoon thing like y'all did. Y'all don't look at him as like a, a, a great white but he's he's a he's a baby he's a baby great white like no i think that's the epitome of it right i think that when we talked about if we're using real life now mm-hmm. when we talk about um these billion dollar families and whatnot and their expectations of themselves and what they know their lives and their business dealings to actually be like right mm-hmm. like they work once a month right and the rest of it is just wheeling and dealing or whatever right and then you have people at a quote-unquote normal level who think that you're supposed to work to the death of you. You're supposed to never get any sleep. You're supposed to, you know, grind every day, take no days off all the stuff, right? We do all these crazy things in the name of making money mm-hmm. while people who have money are like, yeah, I don't do any of that shit. It's kind of throw it in this account. This account makes money, mm-hmm. but you have the people under them are so much more cutthroat mm-hmm. because they're trying to get there, not even knowing what it actually means. You don't know what mm. it, you don't have the guts to do what people did. Mm-hmm. People say they want to have much money as Bezos. You, I would hope that you don't have the guts to disenfranchise people the way Bezos did mm. to get that kind of money. Right. But what they're failing to realize is that people under them, I don't know how this works, mm-hmm. but this is what I see you doing. You're kind of selling it this way. So I'm going to do it. And they tell people under them that the rich people tell poor people under them that. And when I say rich, I mean like, Warren Buffett rich, right? When we say eat the rich, we're not talking about the person who's a millionaire. Right. That's not real rich. That's, yeah, not we're talking about Bloomberg. We're talking well, no, about no, Buffett. That, that is rich. You're talking about wealth. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Say, when people say eat the rich, okay. no one is talking about little baby. Oh, right, right. Okay? I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's not rich in real life. <laughs> yeah. He's rich to us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he, he's a cheeseburger. You see, you understand? Yeah, yeah. But we're talking about Warren Buffett, Michael yeah. Bloomberg. So they feed people under them that mentality of cutthroat, cutthroat, cutthroat yeah. to keep them busy with themselves. Sure. Yeah. And that is what Greg is to me. Okay. Greg is, I see them saying we have to do all these things, so I'm going to do it, Yeah. which makes him detrimental to them. Yeah. But he doesn't know for himself also, but that's what he sees as normal around him. Mm. So now he's acting off of it. Mm-hmm. 
And I just love Greg because I thought he was a doof, but now he's about to be a problem. I th- I think so. I mean, no, I agree with you. Yeah. I just I I wanted Greg to have a spinoff for this, but now I want him to get fired. <laughs> he 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 could. I mean, well well, let's be real. I'm so and, sorry, and, guys. And, and even and that man, that's the trick of these shows, man. Because if if we're really being honest, Kendall nor Logan are good guys. No. So so if Greg comes in and blows either side up. Really, he should be the good guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because because none of these guys are good guys. Yeah, but the way the show is set up, though. I know that's what yeah. I'm saying. The br- that's the brilliance. Kendall of, is the quote unquote good guy. He, he's the antihero for sure. But you know, in reality, antihero. I think so. Hmm? I think he's an antihero. He's basically a flawed, our flawed protagonist. Okay. You know, like like think about Menace of Society, right? Mm-hmm. Think about Kane. He's the antihero, but you know, he fucking. He, he he was part of a whole murder <laughs> uh, dudes who killed his cousin you know what i'm yeah. saying like so it's 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 the protagonist but it's our flawed protagonist that's okay. that's that's my understanding of antihero okay you know what i'm saying i just and, hear antihero yeah yeah but that's yeah. but yeah that is kind of i i guess the way it's placed it could sound like that but from what i understand that's what it means but i i, I get how you you come to that conclusion yeah um yeah, but regardless, man, we're in for a treat every Sunday. The, the writer's room, God, this show does everything perfectly, man. It does acting perfectly. The writing is superb. I love the cinematography. And to me, one of the strongest characteristics um, that really set the tone for this show and set it apart from everything else is the fucking music. The score, man. It, it it is powerful. It's powerful. It's it's big. It's, it takes up space. It's oh, it's a character. It's a character. The it's, music really is a character in the show. It really is, man. And it's very subtle. I mean, of course, you know, it's overpowering in the theme itself, but as when they use uh variables of it throughout the show, mm-hmm. like it it's just the thing that's like like when you're talking about shows, this show is a full-fledged adult. And this is no disrespect to other shows. We're watching BMF. We love BMF. Yeah. BMF is a teenager compared Absolutely. to Succession. It's you know what I mean? It's 13. It's a it's, new teenager. It's it's cool. I love it. It's fun. I, it's fun. I can't wait to see where it goes. What to talk about? Yes. But this is a seasoned, tax-paying, wealth-generating adult. This show got a 401k. Yeah. And, Put and, it this and, way. I watched this show twice. There was no way I was going to come in here and watch this only once. Yeah. I had to watch this twice. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. And 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 to me, the music is the differentiator between it. I mean, the acting is too, but I, like I mean, everything is, but the score to me is the is the thing that I'm like, "Oh, th- this show can never duplicate. You know, this show can never do that." Yeah. You know what I mean? So anyway, um, do you have any final words about succession? Because I, I feel like we stepped on this brick. We did. So predictions for next. I think with this show, I want to guess at what the biggest thing is going to be in the next episode. Okay. Because there's always some huge thing, right? For In this episode, it was Jerry CEO. Okay. That was the big moment. Right. Jerry being CEO and Lisa Arthur agreeing to be with Kendall. Right. Okay. What do you think the big thing is next episode? I'm not sure. I have, did you watch the the preview for se- for episode two? No, I don't do that. I usually do, but I didn't do it in this particular episode. 
I, I don't know, man. I For me, I think it's harder to predict the nuggets of an episode. For me, it's like... um Or the theme. Like, what's, what's going to be... What happens next? You're the writer of this show. Right. Okay. What is happening okay. next? Great question. Great question. If I write this show next episode, oh, oh, just next, next episode. episode. Jesus, man, that is tough. Um, I, I create, I develop Shiv. I develop whatever Shiv is doing and I introduce it as opposition to both sides. I think that Shiv is going to make a play that makes, I think she's going to make a play that makes Waystar hot. Okay. Like hot in a way that like, if I'm Kendall, man, do I even want to, do I even want this shit? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, because yeah that's i don't know yeah if i'm a writer that's what i do is i i I make shiv make a move that makes both of these guys her enemy in the interim okay you know um that's my prediction for me i think next episode is going to be a lot about kendall's recruitment because like you said he's quote unquote building it from scratch Mm -hmm. whatever scratch is yeah but I think we're going to see a lot more interper- people trying to come back to Kindle mm-hmm. and a lot of Kindle's discernment mm. is going to be on display. Like we saw his war face, mm-hmm. but okay, the adrenaline's over now. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to strategize, like actually strategize. You have your team in place. Right. I think we're going to see a lot more of his discernment, him reaching out to his siblings or his siblings reaching back out to him either way. Mm-hmm. And Connor is going to become a problem next episode for me, I feel like. I don't know how, but Connor's too quiet. Yeah, I think I think Connor just uh, as a through line for this entire season. I think Con- I think what's going to happen is Connor's going to position himself to being one of the strongest pieces. And he's going to be a political tie. He's going to be a political tie. Mm-hmm. I, I I mean you know he just he just has the brain for it, and I think he's just he just has that in him where it's like he compartmentalizes, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure in the back of his brain, he probably hates being overlooked because he's the oldest and he's watching all his younger siblings basically scramble for something that should inherently be his. Yeah. Right. But Connor's a bad white. We talk about bad whites. Like Connor's that dangerous kind of white man. Yeah. Who would have you believe that his that what he's doing is righteous? Yeah, knowing it's for the detriment of others. That's what I'm saying. That's what's going to yeah. make him the best politician. Yeah, because he he kind of you ever seen the Incredibles? Yeah, you you remember like the first Incredibles, how the little boy became Mr. Incredible's opposition? Yes, because he was his fan, and then Mr. Incredible played him. Yes, and so he became the bad guy. I think that's kind of like that's that's the metaphor for Connor. You know what I mean? Oh, you want to you want to overstep me? And again, that's where that Bob Marley quote for me comes from. The stone that the building refused will always be the head cornerstone. Got it. And he's going he has he is more of a killer than any of them. P- probably even more so than his father or just he's he's probably the closest to like his father's sense of I don't give a fuck about nobody. Because he's a space cadet, yeah. Yeah, and but we just don't see we don't see that much of it because they they purposely keep him they purposely keep him to the side 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we don't see that much of it. But um, yeah, to me, he's the most I don't give a fuck out of all of them. Yeah. And 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 will literally mean it because I have my own thing to fall back on. So I'll blow up your shit. I don't, yeah. I don't. Connor you, is never not going to be rich. Yeah. You you didn't want to give me your shit. Fine. I'll blow your shit up. I got my own shit. Yeah. Nobody else has their own shit. This is true. Yeah. This is true. So we gonna see. Yeah, we are gonna see. Uh, is 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 that the end of it for this episode? That's the end of it for this episode. Cool, man. Well, uh, uh you see the vibes, man. This is what we gonna bring to you every week. Every week from Succession, man. Uh, Six, you got our socials for them? Yes. So on Twitter, we are Grams of Snow. On Instagram, we are Grams of Snow Pod. Be looking out. Now you get two episodes a week. Yeah, at least for the next four weeks you do. Yeah. Uh, so we got we got a lot of work to do. Yep. And we do, man. Um, and, You know, if you're into Succession, see us next Thursday. And if you are into BMF, make sure you subscribe because we will be out this Monday for BMF Episode 5 or Succession. Episode two, season three, next week. Ta-da. All right, peace, guys. Bye, friends. This has been an On Ear Network production.